Pass First Point Guard and Trailblazers reporter Mike Richmond. You are listening to another episode of Locked On Blazers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, available wherever you get podcasts and also on YouTube. Thanks for making this show your first listen, coming at you every single weekday, Monday through Friday. So why not start your days with and make it your first listen. Tell your friends to do the same. It's Locked On Blazers, your team every day. Here Locked On Blazers, we don't believe in jinxes. We believe in manifestations. So before we get into it in today's episode, let's just manifest it. With the first pick in the 2023 NBA Draft, the Portland Trailblazers select Victor Wembenyama. You're going to hear Adam Silver say it because you're going to manifest it. There's no such thing as a jinx in today's show. Going to give you everything you need to know about the NBA Draft Lottery. What's at stake what number one means, and in the off chance, the very unlikely chance that the Blazers do not get the number one overall pick and don't end up with Wemby tomorrow night. What it means for the franchise in the future. Then we'll close the show with a little bit of good luck. Some positive juju to ride you into Tuesday's show. You are listening to Tuesday, May 16th show. I appreciate it. The draft lottery is this evening, uh, 5 p.m. Pacific time. If you live somewhere else, do the math. Uh, 8 Eastern for those of you at home, 7 Central. I'm not giving you mountain time, though. You're going to have to figure that one out on your own. And if you live outside the U, the continental United States, you're really on your own because I never know what time it is anywhere or, or in Arizona for that matter. But I want to talk about what's at stake here because uh, when it happens at 530 or whatever and the Blazers do get Victor Wembanyama. It's it's going to set this sort of direction, set the train in motion, and, and again, in the off chance that they don't, it sets the other train in motion. So let's let's talk about how this works. First of all, the Blazers have themselves a forty-two point one one percent, forty-two percent chance of getting a top four overall pick. But top four is not the goal. The goal is number one. And the Blazers, by virtue of finishing with the fifth worst record in the NBA and claiming the fifth fifth best lottery odds have a 10.5% chance of getting number one overall. In fact, if you're watching on YouTube, I'm going to pull up the odds here to make it easier as we roll through them. Um, if you're a if you're an audio person, I'm just going to tell you them as well. Uh, Blazers, like I said, 42% chance of getting that number two overall pick, or uh, 42% chance of getting a top four pick, so that's 10.5 at one, 10.54, two, 10.55, at three, 10.52 at four. With the fifth best odds, just the way it works, the least likely pick other than nine uh, that they can get is, is fifth, just a 2.2% chance. But they're more likely to fall back. Sixth pick, 19.6% chance. Seventh pick, the overwhelmingly most likely spot they end up. Unfortunately, what a bummer. 26.75%, an 8.7% chance at eight, and a 0.62% chance at nine. That's a lot of numbers. You don't need to know them. Here's what you need to know. 10.5%. That's the number you need to focus on. That's the chance to get the number one overall pick. 10.5% chance to end up with the number one overall pick. They can end up no worse than nine. The Blazers have been to the lottery eight times. The NBA lottery came into existence in 1985 with the frozen envelope that sent Patrick Ewing to the Knicks. I actually don't really believe in the frozen envelope, but it's a fun thing to say. The frozen envelope that guaranteed Patrick Ewing would go to the Knicks. They rigged it. 
Blazers didn't even appear in the lottery for the first 19 seasons of, his, of its existence. They didn't get into the lottery until 2004. They spent 20 years just making the playoffs. They've been a consistently good team. It's one of the frustrating things about them is they've been good often. They've, they've often been good. They just they keep being okay. Take the lottery odds down for you now. They've been good for a long time. But in 2004, they made it th- for the first time. They went to three straight three straight lotteries, uh, three straight trips. Uh, not exactly ideal. Shout out to Sebastian Telfair and, and Martel Webster. But just, just twice in those eight trips, 2006 and in 2022, have they fallen backwards. Typically, typically they've stayed the same or moved up. I do not think past events have any... any um, any impact on the future events when it's odds and ping pong balls and frozen envelopes and what happens behind closed doors with lottery odds. Uh, But just so you know, eight times, six of them, they've stayed, they've stayed pat or moved up. Last year, they fell back from six to seven. They drafted Shaden Sharp. He looks like he's going to be a very, very good basketball player. But when you're watching tomorrow night, what you want to root for is chalk. You want to root for things to just stay the way you've seen them. So uh, uh, you want to see when the first name's up, you want to see New Orleans and then Toronto and then OKC and then Chicago. That pick's going to to Orlando, but Chicago and then Dallas and then Utah and then the Wizards and then Indiana and then Orlando. And then you want it to get funky when you get to five because as you're rooting for it, Teams are only jumping up into the top four spots. Like you don't, they don't move around the map. You only jump up. The lottery is for the top four spots, and then you kind of, uh, it falls in line after that. So when you're when we're when you're watching, when we're watching collectively, I think that's actually a good time to use a collective pronoun. When we are collectively watching, you're rooting for chalk. You're rooting to see the names come up just in order that they do. New Orleans, Toronto, OKC, Chicago, Dallas, Utah, Washington. Indiana, Orlando. And when you get to the fifth pick, you do not want to see the Portland Trailblazers because you're going you're gonna to want to see them jump up. They usually take a commercial break before the top three are decided. We'll know who's in the top three. Brandon Roy will be sitting there. He'll bring in his good luck vibes when the Blazers won the lottery in 2007, which is a 5.3% chance of winning the lottery. And Brandon Roy was there to give them that luck. 95% chance it went the other way. B-Roy delivers. It's going to deliver again. They're going to go to a commercial break. It's going to be three teams left. Their logo's up there. But what what order will they appear? Not three. Not two. But one. And the Blazers will draft, have a chance to draft a generational talent. That's how it works. I want to talk about in the second segment what's at stake. That's how it's going to work. That is, that is the, that, I'm calling my shot. I don't believe in jinxes. I believe in manifestation. I'm calling my shot. That's how it's going to work. On the off chance it doesn't work that way, let's talk about the two directions that the Blazers are going to have to face, the decisions they're going to have to make, because it's going to set things in motion. It's going to push them in a direction depending on what happens. And in the very unlikely chance that they do not get Victor Wembanyama, I know I keep saying 10 and a half, more like 100 and a half, baby, it's happening. But in the outside chance that they don't end up winning the lottery, it does set off a chain, it does set off sort of the other side of this coin. Let's talk about the two roads that that tomorrow's lottery will decide for the Blazers. But first, let me tell you about game time. Look, buying tickets to your favorite sporting events, to your favorite comedy shows, to the theater, live theater you want to see, 
It shouldn't be stressful. And with game time, you can get killer deals on last minute tickets and their best price guarantee. So you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun. No planning months in advance because game time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Plus get exclusive flash deals on tickets for all your favorite sports for live music, for comedy shows, like I said, for live theater, and more. Plus, with the game time guarantee, means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and the same row for less money, game time will credit you 110% of the difference. Go shop and try to find a better deal, and if you do, they'll pay you for finding one. Listen, snag the tickets without the stress. Download the game time app. Create an account. Use the promo code Locked On for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, one more time for you. Create an account. Use the redemption code Locked On NBA. I didn't even get it right the first time. Locked On NBA. One more time for you. Locked On NBA is the is your promo code. You'll get $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets. Lowest price guaranteed. All right. Let's keep it rolling. Look. They're going to get, they're going to, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. No jinxes, only manifestations. I believe. I truly believe. But if it doesn't, let's talk about what the two scenarios are. Number one's easy. Number one's easy. You draft Victor Wembanyama. You have a generational talent. Uh, you know, I am not a big draft person. I have watched a bunch of Wemby games because they've been on the app. And my man, Kevin Dana, former guest on this podcast last week, calls the games. Um, they're, they're, they're easy to watch. Um, I've probably watched f- four or five of them in that in that range. Not, I, it's not like I've watched every single minute and don't claim to, but I've watched like, I've watched full games of him. Uh, and I've, I certainly haven't watched that much college basketball. So he's, he's definitely my most scouted prospect. And the smart people that cover the, the draft say that Victor Wembanyama is the best draft prospect since LeBron James. He's 7'4 with a smooth handle, range out to the three-point line. He can shoot off the dribble. He can create for himself off the bounce at 7'4, and he's an elite rim protector. Elite rim protector. He's a little skinny, but all he does is go places and make teams win. He's he's been dominant statistically in the in the French league. He's, he's just really stinking good. And he, the people who do this for a living, say that this is the best draft prospect in the last twenty years. Sorry to Anthony Davis and Zion Williamson and and the other sort of can't miss dudes coming out of college in that same of that same ilk. Even Luka Doncic, to some respect, who was like. Clearly can't miss, but was like a um, not super bouncy, pudgy Slovenian. So people didn't buy the hype. Shout out to DeAndre Ayton. Shout out to Marvin Bagley. Believe the hype. Wemby, there's no debate. He's going to be the number one pick. And if the Blazers get the number one pick, the, the solution is simple. You draft him, you put him on your team, and you create this window with Damian Lillard on the roster to be good in the near term. Uh, I, I think... You know, um, I've been maybe skeptical of, of Wemby's immediate impact, but uh, listening to more draft podcasts and talking to a friend of the program, Raphael Barlow, who who hosts Locked on NBA Big Board um, and, and writes the NBA Big Board newsletter, like Wemby, he's, he's convinced me that Wemby could be a positively impactful player like day one and maybe a very good player in the league by the end of his, his first season. And if, and if he's not, he's still going to be, he's still going to be like an above average basketball player. Like he's going to be a positively impactful player from day one. I've, I've, I've softened my stance before I was like, you know, it could take him a little while to hit the ground running. Now I believe he's going to hit the ground running. 
I don't know if he's going to be like Tim Duncan all-star as a rookie type of thing, but he's going to be positively impactful right away. And he has a chance to be, once he his frame fills out, once he kind of figures out what it's like to play an 82-game NBA season, the physicality, all of those things, a chance to be a legendary player, right? Like this is like a, a generational talent. So you don't you don't get cute. Like you don't get cute. You just draft him and you move forward with it. Like I think there's people, um, people is like fan speculation. It's like, would you trade him for Giannis? Like maybe straight up if you call if they call, but you don't certainly the Blazers aren't gonna pitch that. Would you trade him straight up for Joel Embiid to make and whatever it takes to make the money work? Pr- pr- probably not, but like maybe you maybe you maybe you feel the call. But I don't think you like you don't the Blazers the Blazers don't make those calls, right? The Blazers don't make those calls. They take the pick. They keep it going. I don't think it threatens. I don't think it jeopardizes uh, Damian Lillard's future. I think you just say like, hey man, this dude's going to be super, super, super special and you're going to be the best guard he's ever played with by a mile. You two are going to go take over. He might not be ready in December, but we think he'll be ready by April and next season he's going to rock. So, um, and, and he can help you get to what's next and where you want to go because it's a generational talent. And Wemby and Sharp and Dame is a heck of a group moving forward in the near and then in the long term beyond the sort of Dame era. Special. Easy. Don't get cute. Just make the draft pick and keep it happen. In the off chance, the very, 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 very unlikely chance that the Blazers do not end up with the number one overall pick. The solution is simple. This is like, or the like, the next steps are simple. Uh, I, I think, uh, as opposed to like debating what they should do here, I'm trying to lay out what I believe and to some extent know uh, that they will do. They're going to shop the pick. If it isn't one, they're going to try to trade whatever it is. And obviously, like two, three, four, five, better than six, seven, eight, nine. Um, like the higher picks have more value. You you don't need to be super, super smart, but uh, like obviously having the rights to Scoot Henderson or Brandon Miller, who are the pre- uh, presumptive second and third picks, would be in whatever order, uh, would be super valuable, right? Right? Like I. Scoot is supposedly supposed to be really special. Listening to some draft experts uh, that I have this week, I think the draft is supposed to have a lot of depth. So, you know, while nine is significantly worse than two, there's still going to be a lot of value for a top 10 pick. The Blazers are going to package that pick. Let's call it four. They're going to package four and Anthony Simons and try to see what they can get with that. Uh, The Simons thing, it's like, it just, it just, it has to be him. It has to be Ant. Like, that's how the math works. Uh, he is 23 years old. He is a 20-point-per-game scorer. The age and the talent help. And his salary, he's owed, you know, t- average annual value right in the $25 million a year range. The money, the talent, the age, that's what makes him appealing. You have to trade big money to get big money back. You have to, it's not like he has giant contract money. He has, like, solid, above-average starter money in the league and soon to be less than that because the cap's going to jump up. Uh, but like Ant plus four is the start of your package to bid for a star. Damian Lord has been very, very clear. And the Blazers have been very clear in supporting. Dame has been clear in what he wants. He wants them to make a big trade to get veteran talent to help them win now. That's the package that they have to trade. And the Blazers, while they can't be specific about what they're going to do, have been very specific about supporting Dame, chasing down what he wants, building with him and all of those things. They are, that's the move. If it's one, it's Wemby. If it's two, it's a trade, right? Like if it's two and beyond, it's a trade. Every other pick that I, I would be, um, the, the, okay, let me like lay this. Let me keep it, keep it. Let me be as clear as possible. The only way the Blazers make a draft pick that isn't one 
is if it goes wrong. They got to make those picks around draft night because not not there's like a this is like 95% chance the most likely scenario. There's a there's a there's whatever a 5% chance you could trade it later, but like as soon as you make a pick, it becomes less valuable, right? Like as soon as you make the pick, it becomes less valuable. You got to find a suitor on draft night, on or around draft, you know, heading into the draft, whatever it might be, that wants what you have. And as soon as the draft lottery is decided, you can work the phones and figure out what you have. If the Blazers make a pick, if they get Amen Thompson at five or whatever, it is a sign that they are going young and a rebuild. If they make the pick, if they do not trade the pick, the, the lottery pick specifically, the pick that they're going to be decide tomorrow night, it's not a good sign for the future of Damian Lillard with the franchise. They're going to try to trade it. That's their ammo to trade. Amphrey Simons is the ammo to trade. They're picking Vic at one, or they're launching forward with a, here's our ammunition to um, to trade and upgrade the roster around Damian Lillard. Uh, listener Jared sent me a note today that suggested something, or it mentioned something I really like, was that there has been sort of this anxiousness about what to root for with the team. What are, what's, what's going on? And that there is going to be some sort of exhale and some catharsis in knowing what happens in the lottery will determine the direction. It will send the Blazers on the course. And I think that's really insightful from listener Jared. Shout out to you, Jared. An important note. This gives them some direction. The direction is incredibly clear. It's Wemby or it's a trade. And then if they fail to find the right suitor, it's the other direction with the rebuild. But they'll find, most likely, they'll find something or they'll keep hunting until they do. But they'll have, you know, roughly a month from the lottery determination until until the draft night to find find what it looks like if they don't end up with Wemby. But here's the thing: they're going to end up with Wemby. That's the thing: they're going to end up with Wemby. Let's. I got more guarantees and a plan for you to manifest exactly what you want to close the show. Join me in that third segment. But before we get there, I want to tell you about prize picks. It's daily fantasy made easy. And right now, during the NBA playoffs, it's time to get involved in prize picks. You can win up to $1 million. $1 million. $1 million. Every day of the NBA playoffs, one prize picks user will win a chance at becoming a millionaire. One one entry placed at eight, after 8 a.m. Eastern time will be randomly selected each day. Whoever placed that entry will be given a six-pick flex with the following payouts. Six correct picks, a million bucks. Five correct picks, $80,000. Four out of six, you get $16,000. You get full details how to win your million dollars at prizepicks.com slash million. You must opt in at that link. That's prizepicks.com slash million to be eligible for the million dollar entry. Once you opt in, all you have to do is play the game like normal and you could be that lucky winner. So download the PrizePix app at prizepicks.com. Go to prizepicks.com slash million. Get, play every day and get a chance through the NBA Finals from the moment you hear my voice through the NBA Finals and you could be selected to win $1 million Download PrizePix app. Go to PrizePix, like I said. First-time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with the promo code LOCKEDON when you're signing up. So if you deposit $100, they're going to give you $100. You deposit $50, they'll give you $50. Don't forget, enter the promo code LOCKEDON for an instant deposit match up to $100. Still a pass first point guard. I'm still Mike Richmond. You're still listening to Locked On Blazers. 
We don't believe in jinxes. How I started the show, it's how I'm going to end it too. We don't believe in jinxes here. We believe in manifestations. Last year, uh, I did this podcast. I just win the lottery again. And I gave, I gave examples of things that were more likely, or excuse me, less likely to happen than, than the Blazers getting the number one overall pick. Things like getting on the showcase, getting on the panel at Price's Rights, getting into Harvard, having the same name as me if you were born the same year. And I was going to do that shtick again because it's fun. It's fun. It's fun little fun little joke. So I'll give you some free ones. If you're born in 2021, you are nine. There is a 9.083 percent chance you will have a class, and your name is Jeff. You'll have a 9.83 percent chance your name is Jeff. That's important because this show is very popular with Jeffs. If there's a Jeff in your life, share Locked On Blazers with them. They traditionally love. They love the show. They love the show. They're always emailing me various Jeffs. I think I have four relatively regular emailers named Jeff, plus probably many other silent Jeffs out there listening. So if you are a Jeff born in 2021, a young Jeff, 9.083% chance that you will have a classmate named Jeff. And that's less likely than the Blazers get the number one overall pick and drafting Victor Wembanyama. My dad went went to the University of Pennsylvania. He went to Penn. Yeah, I'm bragging. My father lived in two separate cities in Pennsylvania, both Pittsburgh and Philadelphia. How about that? How about that for a brag? In 2023, the acceptance rate at Penn was 9.4%. It's hard to get in. It's a good school. (laughs) It was easier to get in back when he got, when he went there in the past. It's just sometime in the past. It happened in, it happened in the past. 9.4% chance of getting into Penn 2023. It's a good school. Go Quakers. It's way more likely the Blazers get Victor Wembanyama than you get into Penn. We could do a whole stick more than that. I could do a million of those. I'm good at the, I'm good at the percentage jokes. But I want to tell you about a time I got lucky when I was in... Where I would, where I had some good luck. Let's get some phrasing. Let's where I had some good luck when I was in the fourth grade. Uh, we used to have this thing. At, shout out to Glenwood Elementary, beautiful uh, Western Chapel Hill. <laughs> Go Gators, Glenwood Elementary. We had this thing where, like, the school guidance counselor or something. I don't know exactly what her role was, but she would come around. She'd talk to us about whatever, like putting deodorant on because we were stinky little 10 year olds or something. And, um, she would do this thing when she, when she left, she would have a book of candy bars and she would open up the book and she flipped through it and she'd say, my candy bar that I have today, the special candy bar I have today is could be Milky Way, could be Kit Kat, could be Butterfinger, could be, uh, could be Snickers, could be Payday, could be Baby Ruth. And she would run through 40 of them. And she had all the wrappers in this little binder with like like laminated binder. And she'd flip through and show you all the wrappers. And then you'd go around the room uh, to, the, to the students in the class. And you'd say what you'd make your official guess based on what she just did. And I'm in the fourth grade. And I'm staring down this binder. And I know in my heart that it's Snickers. I know, I know. From the moment, from the moment she starts going through it, whatever. Baby Ruth, Payday, Hundred Grand, Almond Joy, whatever. Keep keep listing them off. I know that it's a Snickers bar in there. Comes in my turn. She says, Michael, what are you gonna? What do, what do you want? And I say Snickers, and I knew it. And I got it. 
and they gave a full-size candy bar to my teacher, Miss Lambert. And I was, after school, I went to her desk and she gave me a full-size candy bar to take home on the bus. I was a king of whatever my bus number was in the ride home. I live very close to schools, not a long bus ride. Pack of magic cards, full-size Snickers bar. That's royalty. Shaden Sharp, Victor Wembanyama, that's royalty. Here's why I don't believe in jinxes. Because when you know, just stare that dang binder down and tell them it's going to be Victor Wembanyama. When they're reading off the names, you don't need to light a candle. You don't need to pray. You don't need to eat crepes in the morning. You don't need to wear a beret or eat a sandwich on a baguette. You don't need to do any stereotypical French stuff. Just stare down that TV or wherever you're, however you're viewing it, computer screen, phone, listening on the radio, simulcast. Stare it down. Stare that binder down with all of the confidence of a fourth grade podcaster. If you think I, I host a podcast by myself, you think I wasn't a little chatterbox when I was nine years old? I was going in. <laughs> Young soliloquy out there. Stare down that binder. Tell them. Just wait your turn. You can hear what all your little nine-year-old friends got to say. Doesn't matter. You know it's going to be Victor Wembanyama. You know it's going to be it. You're not jinxing it. You're not hoping someone else gets in your way. You are, de- you are certain of action <laughs> from the moment it starts. You know you're winning that dang candy bar. You're about to be the king of the bus ride home. And the Blazers are about to be the kings of the NBA. I guess there's already a kings. They're about to be the royalty of the NBA for the next decade after they get Victor Wembanyama. No lucky rabbit's foot. No horseshoes. No four-leaf clover. Yesterday, I couldn't think of three lucky things. I thought of three lucky things between yesterday and yesterday's show. You don't need any good luck. Stare it down. Know it's true. The Blazers are getting Victor Wembanyama. You can make this. You can cut this out. Clip this out and share it on social media. The Blazers are getting Victor Wembanyama. Congrats. I'm happy for them. They did it. They did it. All the losing was worth it. They did it. Joe Cronin's a genius. Keep on losing. It works. And remember... Don't let anyone bully you and tell you tanking isn't worth it. The Spurs launched a 20-year dynasty by tanking. It's a great idea. It's a great idea, and the Blazers are about to show you it again tomorrow, or as you're listening to this, today, tonight, this evening, this afternoon. The Blazers are getting Victor Wembanyama. Congratulations. Uh... We will talk about Victor at tomorrow's show. Tomorrow's show. We're going to talk about Victor Wembanyama because the Blazers are going to win the draft lottery and they're going to have a new shiny toy and we will celebrate. So come back. Wednesday's show. We will celebrate. Tell your friends. The Blazers are getting Victor Wembanyama. Wemby to Portland. It's a lock. I appreciate you listening. I'll talk to you soon. <laughs>